Let's open our Bibles to Ruth chapter 2, verses 2 to 10. Ruth, the book of Ruth, chapter 2, verses 2 to 10. The Bible says, Ruth the Mobitus, Ombamitis, said to Naomi, Please let me go to the field and glean head of grain after him, in whose sight I might find, find favor. And she said to her, Go, my daughter. And she left and went and gleaned in the field after the reapers. And she happened to come to the part of the field belonging to Boaz, who was in the family of Elimelech. Boaz from Bethlehem said to the reapers, The Lord be with you. And they answered him, The Lord bless you. Verse 8. Boaz said to Ruth, You will listen. Will you not? Do not glean in another field. No, go up from here. But stay close by my young women. In verse 10. So she fell on her face, bowed down to the ground and said to him, Why have I found favor in your eyes that you should take notice of me since I'm a foreigner? Hallelujah. Tonight, I want to title the word, Favor experiences. Hallelujah. Favor experiences. And the key word that I wanted to note there is stay close. She came to the field expecting. This morning, I don't know how many of you are, I mean, this night, I don't know how many of you are listening to the word expecting the favor of God. Yesterday, we heard God's visitation, how to pray in a pattern to receive from God. Tonight, we want to be close to the favor of God. She came out expecting the favor of God. Verse 2 says, And Bo- Boaz, the kinsman redeemer, the close relative of Elimelech, the husband of Naomi, said, stay close. That word stay means abide with me. Stay close to the field. What does that teach us? In a world of comparisons, in a world of competition, in the world of revenge and vengeance, the only way to keep out of all that is to be close to Jesus, to be close to His purpose, to be close to the people of God. It says, be with my young women, be with my people. The only way to stay out the rat race, the only way to stay out the worldliness, the only way to stay out of comparisons, competition to stay close to Boaz, our kinsman redeemer. Stay close to Jesus, our holy redeemer. Stay close to his field, his church. Stay close to his people who are working in the field of harvest. Why did Ruth came out of Moab why was, so, why was she so determined to step into the favor of God? Why did she think that favor was her only option? I believe that you will move and walk in the realm of favor when you believe that is the only option for you. It's not one of the options. It's the only option for me to succeed and to see myself, hallelujah, in the purpose and plan of God. History says 
because there were a lot of similarities between Israel and Moabites. That's why there was a competition out of fear. Because Moab also come out of Lot's tribe. It was Lot's legitimate son who ended up becoming the Moabites later. So there was a competition. Israelites came out of Abraham. Moabites came out of Lot. So this competitive nature was there. There was the fear of, you know, assimilation. The Moabites were scared that they will be, you know, absorbed into Israelites. Hallelujah. Today's world, too many people are scared to aha, to be like the real Christians in the Bible. That's why there's always competition happening. It's a spirit. It's the spirit of the world. The Bible says spiritual things are foolishness to them. They say, oh, Bible is not practicality. The moment they cannot understand the Bible, it says, you have to be poor practical. I mean, some Christians also say that. Their practicality overtakes the Bible. That's my only problem. Hallelujah. I'm also practical, but my practical practicality is subjected to the Word of God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. I don't say, Greg, getting up in the morning and said, Oh, I don't brush my teeth in the name of Jesus. The smell leave my mouth. I don't say that. <laughs> I'm practical. I brush my teeth. Hallelujah. But Mobitis, there was always a competition. And when you understand the Bible, I'll bring, bring you to that. God said, do not be competitive. Do not get into the competition like the Mobitus. When we look into the Bible, competition destroyed people's destiny. In a competitive world those days, the customary practice was to have children. You know, that is why uh, Lot's daughters, you know, slept with their own father. And brought forth children because they said, you know, we are scared that we will not have our inheritance. We will scare we will not have children. And then they were, comp- you know, the comparison came. And out of comparison and fear, they brought forth children sleeping with their fathers. That's how Moabites and Ammonites were born. But not only with them, even that competition spirit that com- came into the tribe of Abraham also. Leah and Rachel were having a competition. Who will get the maximum children? They were even willing to allow their husbands to sleep with their mates to win the competition of having more children. I mean, these girls were crazy. That's the only word I can find. That they were willing to go to the extent to make their husbands sleep with their maids to win the competition. Wow! Look at the extent 
where the demonic spirit of competition can take us. Cain became monstrous and murderous because he was trying to win the competition of who will have the best worship. The competitive comparison spirit can bring a monstrous and a murderous and an envious heart. That is why when you look through the Bible, the Moabites always wanted to destroy Israelites. The king of Moab bribed the prophet of God, Balaam, to come and cursed, to curse God's people. But Deuteronomy 23, 5 says, Nevertheless, the Lord your God would not listen to Balaam, but the Lord your God turned the curse into a blessing for you because the Lord God loves you. Hallelujah. When you look into the Bible, Moabites, women, was willing to commit adultery and immorality with Israelites to bring them down. Look at the level which they Spirit try to attack God's people. It's a spirit. It is a spirit in the spiritual realm. There is a spirit there trying to bring you down. That's why I'm trying to take this word. You have to open your eyes. Listen to me. There is a spirit that is trying to bring God's people down in one way or the other. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. But crooked ways. But tonight you have victory over it in the name of Jesus. The Bible says in Numbers 25, they managed it for a little while. But God raised up a high priest, Phineas, to cut that spirit. He took the sword and the javelin. He took that sword and, and, and cut those, hallelujah, spirit away from Israelites. He cut those people. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Took a javelin in his hand and killed all those who are involved with it. And the Bible says because of him, the wrath of God was taken away. Isn't it amazing? Hallelujah. 1 Kings chapter 11, 1 and 7 says, It was the Moabite woman that brought Solomon down. After his heart was full of wisdom, these spirit could bring Solomon down. The wealthiest, the greatest, the wisest man. Because I told you in the realm of the spirit, there is a spirit that is trying to bring you down. You have to understand that. It might be through pornography. It might be through uncleanness. It might be through unclean messages that comes through your subordinates, through the mobile phones. It is through the secret phone numbers that you are keeping. Hallelujah. Praise God. I don't know. But there is a level of prosperity and blessing God wants you to move in. But this can bring you down. Hallelujah. Tonight is a fasting and a Phineas moment. Hallelujah. A Phineas moment where we say, we are going to cut this out from our lives. Come on. Hallelujah. Glory to God. How many Phineases are there in the church tonight? And say, I'm going to cut this out. I'm going to take my javelin. I'm going to put it right where, hallelujah, where it can cut our camp, cut our tribe, cut our generation so that the spirit will not flow into my children, into our generation. It will not, hallelujah, hinder our promised land journey. Bible says in Deuteronomy 34.6, it is the spirit place where Moses was buried. It is a spiritual place in your life where you can't step in or possess 
what you saw i said lord i don't want to be a leader in that place moses could see from the top of mount but he was not able to possess it in other words it was a place of a in the spiritual realm a step back instead of a step forward wow when you are the one who was all out to step forward you are the one who is taking back you are the one who led the your family to the lord now since your family has come to the lord you are taking a step back you are the one who told the lord that i'll serve the lord with all my heart now you are worn down and you you are saying that i can't a step back that's a spirit jeremiah chapter 16 and the 6th verse says both the great and the small shall die in this land they shall not be buried it's speaking about uh the mobites and the two things when you read the entire chapter speaks about arrogance and pride that brought them down it's an attack mobite spirit brings arrogance and pride one ancient book said it was in the ingratitude towards abraham for ingratitude towards abraham for rescuing lot abraham rescued their father out of sodom and gomora and they were never thankful to abraham and israelites ingratitude opens up a door to the spirit is the father of ingratitude and no wonder no wonder deuteronomy 23:2 moses said something why am i speaking in this in in this context tonight because there's a spirit behind it that is why hallelujah it is said one of the illegitimate hallelujah i mean it's not there in the full thing hallelujah it is said no mobite shall enter hallelujah and a monite or mobite shall not enter the assembly of the lord even to the 10th generation none of the descendants shall enter the assembly of the lord together put the church in ephesians 1 we are the assembly of god so the bible is saying none of the spirit shall ever enter into the assembly of in the church hallelujah 1 corinthians 5 says if any brother who is in the church calls him as a brother and commits immorality you shall put him out of the church church has place for sinners but church does not have place for hypocrites who refuse to be honest before god it says only place only time the bible is saying this particular person you should put out anybody who calls himself a brother otherwise no problem somebody comes to church and a pastor i have this issue i have a problem in my flesh i have a problem uh, in uncleanness you can heal him you can restore him but any brother who calls himself a christian calls himself a brother and in your assembly he is committing immorality says shut him out of the church hallelujah how to destroy the spirit 2 samuel chapter 8 and the verse 2 then he defeated moab forcing them down to the ground 
he measured them with a line. With two lines, he measured of those we put to death. And with one full line to those who kept alive. So the Moabites become David's servants and brought tribute. David means the beloved of the Lord. The favor of the Lord defeated them. Tonight, if you're the beloved of the Lord, hallelujah. If you're the favor of the Lord, you are chosen. You are positioned to defeat him and to make him your servant. To being put it under your feet. The spirit has no power over your life. Hallelujah. Glory to God. He does not have any control over your life. You have authority over the spirit of Moab. If you believe it, put your hands together. Give a clap offering to the Lord. Rabba, Rabba, Shanda, Pradaste. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Because under the spirit, the Bible says the name of the children of Ruth, I mean, of Naomi and Elimelech, their children's name were Mahalon and Chilion, which means sickly and weakly. Mahalon and Chilion. In Moab, they became sickly and weakly. Naomi and Elimelech left Bethlehem, the house of God, the house of peace, the house of bread, the house of favor, and came to Moab. And the children became sickly and weakly. Naomi's husband died. I believe their husbands would have died out of starvation of love. In Moab, you can never take care of the needs of your spouse. I'm sure they would have died out of emotional starvation. <laughs> it's a spirit that killed people. I mean, take the life out of you. Oh, come on. Certain marriages, you are taking each other's life out of you. You are taking your children's life out of you because you are controlled by the Spirit. Tonight, I pronounce you healed and whole. I command you to come out to the visitation of God. How to overcome the Spirit? Judges chapter 3 verses 12 to 30, you can read. The Bible says, Moab oppressed the Israelites. And uh, God raised a judge called Ehud. Ehud, which means he that praised the Lord. Only through praise you can defeat the spirit. If you are a praiser, if you are a thankful, the spirit will not enter your assembly or your home. If you are thankful to God, thankful to each other, if you carry gratitude, attitude of gratitude, the spirit can't enter. He also means, Ehud means the strong one. He's strong against the spirit. Certain spirits, if you have to cast it out, you have to be strong inside. You have to be determined that you will not tolerate. You cannot change. You cannot cast out what you tolerate. The Bible says in one of, in Titeria, is that you have tolerated this woman, this Jezebel. God came very strong against the church. Why should we praise the Lord? Because the spirit in 2 Kings chapter 3, 27, it speaks about a Moab king sacrifice his own son as an offering. Hallelujah. If you praise the Lord, you will love your own as your own. Come on. 
the spirit of moab does not recognize your own will treat your own as if they are not yours is it amazing can you think about imagining treating your son as an illegitimate this moabite king sacrificed it is a spirit you don't where you don't love your own you don't love your own even your own children you don't love them your own parents you don't love them your own pastor you don't love them your own church you don't love them you dare to speak things against your church it's a spirit of moab i rebuke it bible says jesus came to the old and they received him not it was a spirit of moab they killed their own messiah they crucified him good to job chapter 39 verses 13 to 16 is a beautiful says the wings of an ostrich wave proudly but are our wings and pinions like the kindly stocks for she leaves her eggs on the ground and warms them in the dust she forgets that a foot foot may crush them or that a wild beast may break them she treats her young harshly as though they were not hers her labor is in vain without concern see it is there everywhere it's a spirit an ostrich she does not recognize her own she gives birth to that eggs and she puts it in the dust and she stamps it your own giftings your own whatever god has given you up hallelujah you forget that it's your own come on let you come to remembrance what the god has given you stir up the gift of god the bible says hallelujah timothy stir up the gift of god may you not hallelujah stamp over things that god has given you the worst thing you treat a young ones harshly hallelujah as the pastor was saying hallelujah the ministry is to comfort the afflicted not to afflict the comforted hallelujah god gave you children not to afflict them to comfort them come on somebody tonight Jesus went on to say a prophet is of no honor in his own hometown which means you give less honor to your prophet more than anybody else in the world that's what it means they gave honor to everyone in their hometown except for Jesus can you imagine and Jesus said the own prophet is not recognized in his own town it's a spirit in malayalam we say uh, you know proverb muttatte mullaki manam illa Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Only through God's love, only through God's favor, only when you praise the Lord, you can escape the spirit. Hallelujah. You can recognize what is of your own. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Rabara Shatalaba. Pray in the Holy Spirit tonight. Dibariya Sandhara Duragada Tharakadakaskaradara. Dibariya Durodala Kadagavala Dirandala Jirandala Duradala Kadagala Sambharadala Balasiya. Victory by the blood of Jesus. 1 Corinthians 13 says there is always a way of escape from every spirit that's attacking you. 
when every spirit God always make you give you a way of escape in this case it is through praise and it is through hallelujah the love of God that you'll overcome it it's an amazing in Jesus' disciples there was a competition between who will sit on the right and who will sit on the left and the Bible says immediately Jesus said the one who wants to be the greatest will be the servant of all The spirit of competition, comparison needs to be removed. Coming back to the Bible, look at, there are two sisters that you'll see, Opa and Ruth. Somebody said there were twin sisters. Oh, there were sisters, sorry. There were sisters. Also, when Naomi decided to go back to Bethlehem because she heard the goddess visited people with bread, both of them stepped out. Only later you will see Opa actually was competing with her sister. She never wanted to go out. But sister went out, I also have to go out. Somebody don't want to serve the Lord because somebody else is serving. I also want to serve. The greatest competitor on this stage, I also want to be on this stage. No. I'm not speaking about our stage. Sorry. The very name of the Opa means neck. Which means the neck that turned behind. Instead of the neck that should be looking forward, the neck that turned behind. Hallelujah. Isn't it amazing? The Rabonic scripture says, she is the mother of Goliath. Wow. And the four giants. Isn't it amazing? She had an opportunity to step into the favor of God. She refused to. She turned back in the halfway when Naomi tested both of them and said, you know, don't come with me. Even if I, you know, I'm too old. Even if I get married and if I, even if I have a son and even if you get to marry one of those, by the time, you know, you guys will also be old. So don't come. She discouraged and Naomi said, go back. And Opa kissed the mother-in-law and hugged her and said goodbye and went, Hallelujah. The rabbinic scripture says she was used. I don't want to use the other words, but she was used by many men. It's a spirit. And ended up becoming the mother of Goliath and the four giants. Two sisters, two destinies, two shoes they chose. But Ruth said, to Naomi, I will go where you go. I will die where you die. Your people shall be my people. Your God will be my God. She was determined. Hallelujah. Number three, how to overcome it. Ruth means sorrow, godly sorrow. She had repentance. She came out and she said, I don't want my life to be tied with this spirit. It's easy to get out of demonic spirits. All that you need to have an honest response and said, I don't want to be tied to this spirit. And she left. Wow. And she saw 
a grand welcome from Bethlehem. Come on, some of you need to leave the spirit of Moab. But there's on the other side a grand welcome from the presence of God. A grand supply from the presence of God. Grand surprises from the presence of God. Grand favor from the surprises. Oh, I'm calling out to a grand welcome tonight. She became the great grandmother of Jesus. Number four. Why was she completely out of it? She had the revelation of the Redeemer. Why she never went back? She had the revelation of the Redeemer. Boaz was called the Kingsman Redeemer. Who is the Kingsman Redeemer? Who is in covenant with you to buy you back? Hallelujah. You need to know the Redeemer. Job came out of his trouble. Because Bible says he knew his Redeemer. My Redeemer liveth. He knew one day he'll get out of it. Although he did not know exact time. He said, one day I know I'll get out of this. How many of you know one day you will get out of your trouble? In a grand fashion. Hallelujah. Let me tell you, Job it says double restoration. Praise the Lord. And the Bible says, see the outcome of Job. But I don't know how you're going to come out. But if you know the Redeemer, you will come out. Who is your Redeemer? Jeremiah chapter 50 and the 34th verse. Jeremiah chapter 50 and the 34th verse. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. I'm getting slowly into the word of God. Hallelujah. We only started. (laughs) The Redeemer is strong. The Lord of hosts is His name. He will thoroughly plead their case that He may give rest to the land and disquiet the inhabitants of Babylon. Say, my Redeemer is strong. Jesus is strong. Says he will plead your case. Oh, come on, somebody tonight. Say, my, my Jesus will plead my case. Ruth 3 7. Naomi told, Go and sleep under the feet of your kinsman redeemer. And Boaz had eaten and drunk, and his heart was cheerful. He went to lie down at the end of the grain and she came softly uncovered his feet and lay down hallelujah you uncover the feet you sit at the feet the day that you see Jesus' feet is the day that your life will never be the same again oh come on somebody tonight Mary sat at the feet of Jesus come on there is something about the feet of Jesus it is the Redeemer's feet Mm. she obeyed Naomi hallelujah and she came and slept at the feet of the uh, uh, kinsman redeemer Boaz in the Jewish posture doing that saying that I am a close relative a close relative of my kinsman redeemer and his response in Ruth chapter 3 and the 11th I like that his response and that is his response toward COVID-19 and all that is happening all the famine and all that is happening with you and now my daughter he's calling you a daughter do not fear I will do for you all that you request oh hallelujah for all the people of my town know that you are a virtuous woman he's saying my daughter do not fear for I will do all that you request lift your hands and thank the Lord he's saying do not fear for I will do all that you request open your mouth and request open your mouth and petition hallelujah in the name of the kinsman redeemer in the name of Jesus I told you yesterday we have a covenant with this name 
Oh, Raba, Shanda, Bora, Dera, Kalka, Raba. Don't be too over spiritual. Tell I want my job back. I want my salary to be high. I want a house. Hallelujah. I want to minister in the anointing of God. I want a good husband. I want a good wife. And what a wealthy children. Hallelujah. I want a healed body. Come on. Don't be too spiritual. Put your request and petition. Just don't fear to ask. Come on. Don't fear the rejection. Redeemer's feet, you don't fear rejection. It's your close relative. Hallelujah. Boaz is a picture of Jesus, a kinsman redeemer. Born like one of us. The Bible says he was revealed in the New Testament as one of us. And he redeemed us with a great price. Just as Boaz bought Ruth, Jesus bought us. What a picture. Not only did he buy us, he restored everything that Ruth has lost. Naomi has lost. Elimelech has lost. How many of you know when Jesus bought you, he bought you to restore you. Come on somebody tonight. You blew it in big time. And because you blew it, your family is suffering. Your finances are suffering. But my Redeemer is strong. He will plead your case. He will buy you back. And He will restore more than what was before. If you believe it, put your hands together. Thank the Lord for He is our kinsman Redeemer. He is mighty to save us. Look at the feet of Jesus in the New Testament. Jairus. In Matthew chapter 5, 22, and the Syrophonican woman. In Matthew chapter 7, verses 25, the Bible says, Both fell at the feet of Jesus and their daughters were made whole. Hallelujah. Some daughters. Hallelujah. Come on, somebody tonight. Hallelujah. Oh, we are believing for some daughters to be healed. Some daughters to be blessed. Some daughters to be released into a new season. Hallelujah. Of the run to the river of God. Some daughters are blessed. Hallelujah. Come on, somebody. Your daughters, hallelujah, will not see their yesterdays again. They are going to step into their God-given future tonight in the name of the Lord. Jesus is the heavenly for us, the sight of our Redeemer. Ephesians 1.20 says, Hallelujah. In Him we have redemption through the blood. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Ephesians chapter 1. Seven, I think. In Him we are redemption through the blood and the forgiveness of sins according to the riches of His grace. Our forgiveness of sin is because we are redeemed through the blood. We have forgiveness. The world is not trying to weigh, the world is not trying to find a way to sin. They are trying to find a way to get out. And this is our message. They are having a good time sinning, but they are equally guilty because sin brings guilt. And our message should be, there is forgiveness through the riches of His grace. A 
I remember early days when we were in a small hall, the young boys and girls, especially from those colleges, used to come into the church and the first time they come and when we speak about God's love and forgiveness, they'll be weeping inside the church because everybody wants forgiveness. We don't hate the patient, we hate the cancer. We don't hate the sinner, we hate the sin. He's our kinsman redeemer. Leviticus chapter 25 and the 25th verse says, Leviticus chapter 25 and the 25th verse says, In one of your brethren becomes poor and some of his possession and if he has a redeeming relative comes to redeem it, then he may redeem what his brother sold. That's enough. Brethren becomes poor. That is not our portion. Prosperity. When you are redeemed, you are redeemed to prosper. When you know the Redeemer, you will prosper. Bible says in Psalm 8, God crowned us with glory and honor. The word Hebrew crown means attar, attar. A surrounding clothing, a man with glory and honor, attar. Adam had wealth and glory. But sin, through sin, by sin he lost it. But he was redeemed. The word redeemed comes from the word goer. To redeem means to buy back. Kinsman redeemer. Jesus Christ bought you back. He's called the close relative who came to redeem you. To redeem everything that you have lost. To redeem you and to restore you back to glory and honor. Oh, Rabbi Shandara. He became a man so that he can be your close relative. Come on somebody tonight. Hallelujah. Why am I taking the revelation of the Redeemer? Will change the way you look at yourself. You look at your situation. We are redeemed by the blood of the Lamb. Not by gold or silver, but by the precious blood of Jesus Christ. There are unbelievers who are rich, but without Jesus they are poor. 2 Corinthians 8, 9 says, Jesus is rich. He became poor so that we shall be rich. Proverbs 23, 11. Proverbs 23, 11. Proverbs. For the Redeemer is mighty. He will plead their cause against you. He's mighty. Hebrews 7, 25 says, He's able to save them to the full. Come on somebody tonight. Not halfway. He will take you through the full way tonight in the name of the Lord. Exodus chapter 15 says, the song of Moses was all about redemption. The first song that ever sung was on redemption. Come on. Revelations 15, 2, 4. Hallelujah. The Bible says the heaven will sing the song of Moses again. Oh, praise God. This is the song that we are going to sing about a redeemer. Why am I saying tonight? 2 Corinthians 4, 3 and 4, the Bible says, the God of this world blind us. Because this gospel of redemption is so exciting, He blinds us to these truths. 
I am expecting an exciting moment to come after this understanding over your life tonight in the name of the Lord. Go to Jeremiah 32, 6. Jeremiah 32, 6. I'll come back to where I started. And Jeremiah said, the word of the Lord came to me saying, Behold, Hanamel, the son of Shalom, your uncle will come to you saying, Buy my field, which is in Anathoth, for the right of redemption is yours to buy it. Everybody say, Hanamel. Melissa's name is there. <laughs> it's Jeremiah's cousin. Hanamel means God's favor. Shalom means Hallelujah. Payment. Father's name. Shalom means payment. Everybody say Hanamel. God's favor. Shalom. Payment. Which means the price was paid for our peace and for our favor. Hallelujah. Shalom paid the price. Payment was done. God's favor. Hallelujah. Hanamel is the product of the payment. Favor is the product of the redemption power of the Holy Spirit of Jesus Christ. Amen. Hallelujah. When Jesus paid, favor came. Oh, come on. Hallelujah. When Jesus redeemed you, you are open yourself to the favor of God. Say, I am the redeemed of the Lord. There is a song. I am redeemed. I am redeemed. Of the Lamb, by the blood of the Lamb. I am by the blood of the Lamb, I am redeemed by the blood of the Lamb, saved and sanctified I am. All my sins are washed away, praise the Lord. I am redeemed, I am redeemed by the blood of the Lamb, by the blood of the Lamb. I am redeemed, I am redeemed by the blood of the Lamb, by the blood of the Lamb. I am redeemed by the blood of the Lamb, saved and sanctified, oh I am. All my sins are taken away. Amen. Praise the Lord. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Even when you go, come to the book of Revelations of chapter 5, the seven plagues, the seven evil spirits were released and it could not touch the saints because... They were redeemed by the blood of the Lamb. When you know that you are redeemed by the blood of the Lamb, no evil spirit, no plagues can touch you. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. So, Ruth got out of it. She had a revelation of the Redeemer. Amen. She said, stay close with me. Stay close with my life. Stay close with my purpose. Abide close. John 15 says the same word. Abide with me and I with you and you shall bear fruit and the fruit shall last. It shall continue. That's what the covenant is all about. And then you will see from the 10 generations and I finish with this. The talk's title is this. The favor experiences. The 10 generations that came through 
the book of Ruth. The favor experiences of standing close to God's purposes. Ten people. The ten generation of the lineage of Boaz is mentioned there. Can you put that in Ruth chapter 4? It says, ten people, we'll take one by one. And from the name of ten people, we learn the kind of favor experiences that you're going to have. Amen. Hallelujah. Number one, if it is a perez, which means reach, breakthrough, breaking out of normal. When you are favored, something amazing, abnormal will happen to you. Come on, hallelujah. When you are favored, say something amazing, abnormal will happen. Out of the normal. You don't believe me? Ask Mary, the mother of Jesus when he was on earth. She said, it was amazing but abnormal to be pregnant as a virgin. Come on. Ask any one of your husbands that you like a visitation from the Lord like that. (laughs) Praise the Lord. Ask Paul. Hallelujah. He had cold. He used a handkerchief, sneezed on it many times. He didn't have time. He was a busy gospel preacher. So maybe many, many days he would not have put it for wash. (laughs) Amazing. (laughs) Amazing. Touching with that. Demons left and miracles happened. Amazing. Abnormal. (laughs) Come on. Handkerchief casting the demons. Because it was associated with the man of God, Paul. Peter's shadow healing. Amazing. Abnormal. Shadow. Hallelujah. Healing people. Perez, breaking out of the normal. That's first favorite experience, breaking out of the normal. Hallelujah. Number two, how many of you want to break out of the normal? Mm. Some of you are so, so, so happy with the normal. Come on. Hezron. Word means the dart of joy. The dart of joy, that's what it means. Hallelujah. God said there's a dart of joy that is going to be released into your family life. Oh, yeah, yeah. Come on, somebody, lift your hands. When the favor of God comes, a dart of joy, hallelujah, going to strike your family. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's going to strike your finances. Oh, yeah, yeah. The blessing of the Lord maketh the rich and he adds no sorrow with it. The dart of joy. God is going to release your life. There is not going to be competitions, comparisons, fights. Hallelujah. They're going to be understanding. They're going to be caring. They're not be ego. You wouldn't mind washing plates for your wife. It is not a bad thing. You will not be upset cleaning the shoes for your husband. It's not a bad thing. They'll be caring. Hallelujah. And if you are ever throwing a dart, there better be a dart of joy. (laughs) Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I like people like that. You go into them, they'll throw something that oozes out grace, joy. From tonight, I pray that you learn to practice it, to shoot it right at the center of the heart. Hallelujah. Amen. But really, Jesus is the dart of joy. That's why the Bible says, 
he is the good news hallelujah glory to god hallelujah that will be great joy the bible says but when jesus christ is in you you too will become darts of joy bible says do not be angry and give a place to the devil don't be a dart of anger and 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 the bible says you uh, quench the holy spirit you resist the holy spirit you make the holy spirit upset you grieve that's the word is used let not the sun go down in your anger if there is anybody who angry with you go and reconcile be a dart of joy if anybody comes to the altar to break the bread and the wine let him go first reconcile with his brother if his brother has something against you go and finish it come back partake of it bless your life hallelujah i with me church tonight it also means a division of a song i like that it also means a division of song you know why go to psalm 13 that psalm 13 has two divisions some of you in the first division say so in the fasting and prayer how long o oh lord <laughs> will you forget me forever how long lord will you hide your face from me How long shall I take counsel in my soul having sorrow in my heart daily how long will my enemy be exalted over me this first division consider hear me o lord and lighten my eyes lest i sleep the sleep of death i hope that is not the sleep some of you are doing at home <laughs> lest my enemy say i have prevailed against me lest those who trouble me rejoice when i move come last last ah that's right the division has come in the fifth verse but i have trusted in your mercy my heart shall rejoice in your salvation i will sing to the lord ah oh, come on because he has dealt bountifully with me see the division is coming hallelujah that's the favor hallelujah somewhere hallelujah in your song favor came into the part of it and there was a division hallelujah praise the lord till that time you were sorrowing and now the division the lord has dealt bountifully this fasting and day on the second day there's going to be a division come on somebody tonight receive it hallelujah you started with sorrow but you went with joy you started with death you will end with life you started with death you will end with surprise there's going to be a division tonight in the name of the lord hallelujah glory to god it's a division but there was a dealing that came into the worship god's dealing a favorable dealing hallelujah the lord has dealt bountifully with me oh praise god are you enjoying this church hallelujah Hezron begot Ram everybody say Ram Ram means elevated above there is a height in the spirit only God's favor can bring you into it the height in the spirit only God's favor can bring there Abraham means elevated elevated hallelujah Abraham means exalted father but abraham means father of many nations there is a place in your life you can exalt yourself only to this point but when god elevates you it's above what you can elevate yourself in genesis chapter 17 verse 1 can you say can 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 
can can you can you read it genesis chapter 17 verse 1 well in the, in the message translation i like the message translation hallelujah when abraham was 99 years old god showed him and said to him i am the strong god live entirely before me live to the hilt hallelujah live to the maximum live to the hilt only through favor amen live to the hilt oh are you ready to live to the hilt look at two people and say live to the hilt hallelujah i am the strong or live entirely what what does that mean why did god visit him after 13 years why god did not speak to him for 13 years when abraham came into a place of deafness to everybody else and opened to god god said now i'm ready to speak there is a place in the spirit where you are deaf to everybody and everyone come on somebody tonight oh i hope you'll get this bible says god came back again after 13 years of silence when abraham was ready to listen to god he came back hallelujah tonight i pray yesterday i saw the eyes were open today your deaf ears to be open hallelujah deaf to everyone in the world except god i heard a story of a man who was trying to climb a tall tower while he was climbing everyone down told him it's not possible it's not possible but he kept climbing and these guys were thinking why is this guy not listening to us so stop trying they shouting stop trying to climb you can't climb up but he did not listen they kept shouting you'll fall down but he kept climbing and reached to the top and suddenly the same people started clapping from down why that was when they discovered <laughs> he was deaf while he looked down he thought these guys were encouraging him <laughs> hallelujah amen hallelujah when he looked at the, he could only hear the shout people say he thought oh these guys were saying go up go up go up hallelujah be deaf to everyone else some of you would have become champions by now if it was not for listening to some tom digan harry hallelujah amen it's because we listen to too many people there was so many negativity unbelief deposited in us in our memory but when you try to stop listening to everybody else there is no unbelief deposited in our memory we when you only hear god it's only faith that is deposited in your memory hallelujah david said the god who delivered me from the paw of the lion and the bear there was only faith in his memory because he refused to listen to his brothers he refused to listen to hallelujah people who came against him there was only faith in his memory 
Hallelujah. It is a dangerous to have an ear to other voices because we have a responsibility to protect what is entrusted to us, our children, our family, our church, our destiny. It is it is dangerous to listen to man. Bible says the fear of man is a snare. It is dangerous to listen to voices outside of God's word. It will end up becoming a snare in your life. It is because of wrong years that the champion in you was silenced. I asked the Lord, Lord, let that never happen to me, Lord. I say, from this day onwards, Lord, I want only my ears tuned to what you have to say. Let the Spirit, the church listen what the Spirit has to say to the church. You look at behind. Yesterday, pastor said, one of the things that he has understood that way he missed out when he looked into his life, he said he's looking into the book of Proverbs, wherever the word instruction is mentioned. And he said, every time he learn about the instruction, he said, every time I read about it and I look into my life, he said, I've missed out somewhere because I have listened to an instruction and I've never took it seriously. But sometimes God does not send a prophet to give you instruction. God can give your parents instructions. That's why you honor your parents. First commandment with blessing. Sometimes it's your pastor that gave you the instruction. Never listen. Adam and Eve, where are you? He said, we are hiding behind the bush. Why? We hid because we are naked. Who told you? <laughs> Who did you hear? Hallelujah. Wrong informations. When God wants you to shift to the new level of assignment. Hallelujah. New level of assignment. One thing that He will do for you tonight. One thing He'll do for you. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. When He is ready to elevate you, one thing that He'll do for you. It is the courage to face your rest today. Because it has the power to come back to life. Yesterday has the power, power to come back to life. Resurrection not only happens to your bodies, resurrection happens to time and events. That's why you can remember something that happened yesterday and cry physically. Wow. That part of your life can live again if you give it life. Tonight, my assignment is to select everything that is not of God of your yesterday and kill it tonight in the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Precious blood of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Everything of the yesterday that is not of God. In the name and the eternal name of Jesus. Through the eternal blood of the Lamb. Through the eternal blood of the covenant. I kill it now. In the name of the Lord. To leave it. Yesterday's only what God has done in your life. Let that come to life. Let that come to life. Hallelujah. Come on, if you are one that, oh, lift your hands and pray in the Holy Spirit. Rubara, because those are the things uh, that steals uh, from us. Uh, those are the things that will open our doors to our emotions and, oh, to the rebellious lifestyle. Come on, somebody tonight. This night, get everything that is of yesterday, that is of God. And let it come back to life.
the prophecies that was given yesterday, the breakthroughs that were told to you that will happen today, let those things come back to life. Let the girlfriends and the boyfriends of yesterday, I kill it in the name of the Lord. <laughs> the Rosie Mary, hallelujah, praise the Lord. And the Alexander, whoever, who I don't know, I kill it in the name of the Lord. Be married to your own husband. Love your own wife. Hallelujah. I can see in my spirit certain grins coming from certain faces. That's fine. Can you become the greatest politician? The greatest, hallelujah, pastor. The greatest personality who God chose you to be. Hallelujah. Because yesterday has a magnetic pull. Hallelujah. It draws you. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Amen. It draws you either to your greatest uh, success or to your greatest failure. Your tomorrow, it can draw your tomorrow back to failure or back to success. Some of us should have entered into mighty levels, but the failure of yesterday, the thought of being failure, just when you wanted to pray, oh, I am a prayerless person. I can't pray. Come on. How many of you have said that? Oh, I, pastor is saying one hour, two hour, three hour. He has gone crazy. He does not know my capacity. Because yesterday when you tried to fail, I mean, here, when you try to pray, you ended up listening to the speech of Michelle Obama. <laughs> Today you are thinking, if I try to pray, I will end up listening to Ivanka Trump. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. the devil will come and say, God does not love you so much to use you. Come on. It was yesterday. You had yesterday as the power to, it's a magnetic power to steal your tomorrow. Look at Moses. Look at Moses. I love this man. He murdered yesterday. And today he is writing, don't murder because the blood of Jesus Christ has cleansed his life. He was not living in his yesterday. Come on. Hallelujah. Come on. So tonight, Father, in the name of Jesus, everybody lift your hands wherever you are. In the name of Jesus, by the blood of the eternal covenant, I confront yesterday everything tonight. I confront your yesterday everything tonight. Hallelujah. Pray with the Pray with the Holy Spirit tonight. Praise God. Praise. Lift your hands and praise God. Your background of yesterday wanted to enter your destiny. Your limitations of your yesterday wanted to enter your life. But let it be broken in the name of Jesus. Let it be broken out from your life. Let the limitations of yesterday be broken out. Open your mouth and declare it and pray in the Holy Spirit. Alba 
pray pray in the holy spirit arabashikara dara gadagavala dara jura gadattala divara rajara gadagavanandala dura gadattala dare dara yesterday's hurts in the name of the lord to leave you yesterday's offenses to be healed yesterday's dreams that is not in line with the word of god to leave your system yesterday 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 let everything that is negative in your yesterday let it never be attracted to you again i kill it in the name of jesus let there be a supernatural stop to those things the thought that i wish my wife would have been like my girlfriend of my yesterday i rebuke those thoughts those are demonic thoughts <laughs> next son ram some of your god is heal your yesterday that he can turn it to elevation amen hallelujah say i'm elevated in the name of jesus i'm redeemed and i'm elevated in jesus name i'm favored and i'm elevated that's your experience number 4 i mean a dab which means kindred of prince kindred of prince when you are his kindred the prince kindred of jesus nothing to fear he supplies even money will come from the mouth of the fish the lord is setting you free some people who has got tax connected issues hallelujah blessed be the name of the lord come on somebody tonight in the name of jesus hallelujah kindred of prince royal class what does that mean unique crisis will come into you but you'll end up with royal treatment come on because you are a kindred of the prince unique snake pit paul but god blessed him with favorable men with an entire island come on somebody tonight a royal island joseph yesterday sitting with the unique crisis for 13 years ended up into a unique turn around overnight sitting like the king come on somebody some of you got a unique turn around because you are the kindred of the prince hallelujah joseph's children hallelujah manessa and ephraim hallelujah praise the lord praise the lord hallelujah they got a unique blessing taking getting a share hallelujah that would have come up to them 40 years later getting 40 years before because of a unique treatment come on there be unique treatment hallelujah i speak it over your life tonight next child experience of favor nashon nashon which foretells certain prophecies foretold will come to pass bible says do not neglect the prophecies hold on to the prophecies write it protect it because your prophecies pertains to your future when there is nothing else to save you your prophecy will save you come on why did god raised up prophets after prophets to prophesy jesus is coming because hallelujah holding on to prophecies 
will 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 make sure that your breakthrough will appear on time galatians 4 says on the right time jesus was born that's why prophets that's why prophecies prophesy make sure holding on to prophecy make sure that all things shall be made beautiful in the right time oh hallelujah i hope you got this salmon means perfect peaceable he that rewards everything about you connected to you will become peaceable perfect and rewarding family children job ministry church church everything that is connected to you everything that is hallelujah connected to your life will become peaceable god told me perfect and will be rewarding and then came boaz in him is strength you know boaz is specific special quality to finish something in a day naomi said this man has a special quality if he starts something before the day was over he will make sure that the answer will come he quickly do things boaz also means sharp mind strategic mind i pray that god will raise up people like that in the church strategy obeyed means service worshipper though prince though kings though favored they will never forget to serve because it is the service it is the servant's heart that will take you into the next level jesus became a servant died on the cross god raised him up to the new level it is the heart of the servant oh come on we are kings but it's the heart of the servant that goes to the next level the heart of the intercessor heart of the one who stand at the gap heart of the one who sacrifice heart of the one who serves when it's inconvenient you get into jesse level jesse means god's gift who is the gift of god jesus jesse means you will become jesus revealers in the church hallelujah that's the highest level jesus really revealers and then came david beloved speaks about you and me jesus christ the beloved of the lord but we are the greatest revelation that sets us apart as david in the old testament as john in the new testament they had this revelation we were the beloved of the lord that sets us apart that's why stay close to boaz stay close to his people stay close to his purpose and you will have these experiences in your life may god bless you let's close our eyes in prayer